Rampage Reish Dalid, 204, two lines from the top. And we've just been speaking about how a new mimer started. The three Mesholim, about the idea of the ten hidden spheres, are really referring to three stages in godliness within these three hidden spheres. The three spheres, sorry, the ten hidden spheres. The three Mesholim were the Shahabis, which is uh, hidden within the Gechelis. Mides Kulim, which is the same within the same category, Mides Kulim Beseichel, and the Seichel, how it's called in Kayacha Maskel, that's one Mashallah. The second is the Flintstone, the Kayacha Chaim, which is in the Flintstone, which is even more of a showing you the Heder Metzias of the Kul, the Kayach, which is Kul within the Flintstone. And also the idea of the Kayachas Ha'atzmim, Mushashan Benefesh, the essential Kayachas, the abstract source for Chesed, for Chachma. And the third, most Pshitistika, Mufshitika Mashal. Is <coughs> the idea of shemais <coughs> calling names? That when you call a name, shabech a person, you're actually until that moment you didn't even the person didn't even realize that he was wise, and you're revealing that. And by but that's the initial by the nimshal, you're actually bringing to existence these spheres. And the same idea is the nefesh that the nefesh in itself. Before even you're talking about these keiches atzmin, mitzad shleimus and nefesh, it includes within it the potential for all these keiches before they even exist. So these are referring to three levels in the esoteric music. So in order to understand that, understand that with the first preface, the parade says the ten sefiros agnuzis that the the source, the root of the kalim, the vessel of the sefiros, is not the source of the divine energy which enclosed in the sefiros, because the energy is totally unified with the actual essence even though we're talking about an extension of that divine energy, but it's the extension of the actual essence. So there's no need for a source. It's the essence coming down here and enclosing in the spheres. And so being that the Eidus or Pasha totally Mufshat, stripped from any seer, the Mela, you can't say that there's a source for the Eidus. Only by Kalim, which they have a Mahus, an actual entity, an existence, which you can talk about, defined existence, Chacham Chesed, you can say that there's a source for these Kalim, how they're hidden, absorbed, subsumed within the emanator. But the Uyir, being that it's Pashat, so it is totally unified with the Atzim, which is also Pashat. Even though it's Uyir, it's a diminished extension, a contracted divine energy. Nevertheless, uh, so if so, it's Shaykh to say that there is a Shaykh of Makir for the Uyir, how the Uyir, how this Uyir, the light, is in Kul, in the Ma'ir, in the Atzim, in the Atzim, in the essence. Like the Ziva Shem is the ray of the sun, how it's included within the orb of the sun itself. But the opinion of the Paradise is that the Uyir, how it is in a revealed state, it's mamish k'moyishu b'mkeda. It's the same exact quality as it's in its source. But even shahelam agili m'shtab m'zalazat. Such a way that the hidden as the hidden stage of the oyer and the revel, and the revealed stage of the oyer are totally equal. And we prove that from another part. The, the part that says that the the highest level of keser is called darkness. It's called without any color, without any tzir, and. That means to say that even that even this high level of even the level of Kesar, which is a defined limited level, still has no tzir to it, and in that level, the part that says that this is the Na'atzal, this level of Kesar, Kesar is totally mishtava with the Maitzel, equal in the same quality as the Maitzel, even though there's obviously many superior qualities that the Maitzel has over the Na'atzal over Kesar. Nevertheless, in this aspect um, of the Oyir. Basically, the pshitas, the oyer of keser, is the same pshitas as the meitzel, and we're talking about obviously how the oyer is before it becomes defined and enclosed and channeled, 
expressed through the vessels because then it already takes on a certain seer that the, the kalim bring out a certain seer within the air. <clears throat> so then we said we have to we have to settle answer a question which could arise in other places so this it says that the air how it's in a revealed state it's not like it is in any concealed state before it left its source so to say um, and that change that the air goes through is happens because of the tzimtzum. The tzimtzum, the contraction of the source, the limitation, the, not the limitation, the concealment of that source basically allows that the oyer should emerge, feel itself, its own existence emerge. And that's how oyer becomes metzias oyer. How is it, how it is in its source before the tzimtzum, it has headed a metzias. It doesn't have any defined existence at all, any substance at all, to the extent that you can't even call it oyer as eve at all. Just like the ray of the sun, how it becomes expressed in an actual existence of a ray is not like how it is within, included within its source in the orb of the sun. The only way it becomes a revealed existence is because of the sheath, which is covering the sun, like the Chazal say. And when Hashem will take out the sun from its sheath, then there will be a totally revel- total revelation of the light of the sun, even how it is in, within its source. And like it says in that Chazal, it says then Hashem, the, the wicked will be totally judged by it and the Tzadikim will be healed by it. And so too is the concept of the actual godly energy, that the tzimtzum is what brings about the mitzvahs, the perceived existence of the oyu. And in general, the idea of the emergence and the revelation of this something outside of its source, of the godly energy outside of its source, so to say, because obviously nothing's outside of Hashem, is only shy, it's only possible to talk about through the tzimtzum. Specifically, the tzimtzum is what conceals the source from this, from this limited divine energy and allows it to feel its own existence. Like it says in the parentheses, very clearly, Before the symptom, even the ayur, in its own perception, its own feeling, is it feels the truth that it is totally absorbed and included within the essence of Hashem. Like we explained earlier about the idea of Atsilis and Ayrin Seif. Atsilis, the world of Atsilis, is how the divine energies emerged. But the idea of emergence here is not the sense where it actually came out of the essence, just now the essence, the source, is concealed from it. Starting two lines at the top. It's known that the concept of Tzimtzum, contraction and concealment of the infinite source, was as a novel concept which is only brought about in the, talked about in the writings of the Rizal. Didn't know, didn't know about this concept of the tzimtzum. And therefore, now we can understand why the the remarks, the uh, says that the oir is totally totally equal to the the ma'ir. <coughs> the lashon we said was the oir k'meishu b'gili harayu mamish k'meishu It's exactly the same how it's in source. But even shahelim b'gili mishtab zel zel mamish. You can understand why the paradis thought because he didn't know about the idea of the tzimtzum. So therefore, according to his opinion, the godly energy, how it's in a revealed state, is exactly the same how it's in the concealed state, because there is no concept of the symptom yet which would make it feel in its perceived have a perceived existence. And therefore, according to the paradise, we can't talk about this idea of a source for the air, being that the air, even how it's emerged, so to say, it's totally pasha, just like the source of the air, because there's no concept of the symptom. We call Shikane the Indian as a Shidis, Ain't a Shayach Mitzad, the Shadish Ha'ir, 
And all the more so that the idea, the concept of the ten spheres is not possible to talk about from the perspective of the root of the Uyr, of the root of the divine energy, being that within the Uyr, there, there is no idea of ten spheres. So, if the Uyr itself doesn't have a Shredish Mokir because it's just an extension of that Mokir, of that Pashatika Mokir, that's totally abstract Mokir, even how it becomes expressed and emerges, so to say, it's totally simple in the Kalim or what to find it. So, all the more so that the idea of the Ten Sfiris, you can't say that Mitzad the Shredish Ha'ir, that the you can't say that the idea of the Ten Sfiris. Um, it's not Shaykh, the idea of the Ten Sfiris, um, inside the Shredish of the Ayr. Being that the Ayr, within the Ayr, there is no Ten Sfiris, the Ayr is Pashat. So the Ayr itself is Pashat, and it's just an extension of, of its Makr. And all the more so, the idea of Ten Sfiris, you can't say that Ten Sfiris, even in the hidden state, the Esoshir Zagnuzis, can be a source for Ayr, because Ayr is totally Pashat, even how it's become revealed. And how can the source for that pasha, that abstract, simple divine energy, stripped from any defined existence, be rooted within ten specific spheres, opposites, De- definition, lack of definition? The idea of this abstract, simple essence, stripped from any existence, this abstract essence of the divine energy, even after it's become revealed, will be understood from that which is explained in the mind which explains the mind entitled Eilas Tamid of the Yertavku Samachtes from the Alter Rebbe Be'inyan Eidus V'Kelim regarding the idea of the divine energy and the vessels. Tehine. So behold, Loi Kameishim Uvah Mesifadei Kabbalah. Not like it's understood in the regular works of Kabbalah. The Bechol Metzius Shinizhavim in a Maitzel Yesh Beis Medregis Eidus V'Kelim. That in any any existence which is brought about, which is created <coughs> from the emanator. The source of the world of Atzilus, there are two levels. So any existence which is created from the infinite essence of Hashem, there's two levels. Oyir, the divine energy, the simple energy, and the keli and the vessel. Not like it's understood usually in the Sefer Kabbalah, that every existence has ears of Kabbalah. Like, for example, the existence of Chochmah, of Chochmah of Atzilus, how it's become emanated from the source, the emanator, that there is within Chachma two levels, the divine energy and the Kli, which defines, expresses, channels that simple energy. And the Eir, according to this opinion of the Sifri Kabbalah, like we're saying, according to this opinion, the Eir, the actual energy itself is defined, is called, so it's not simple, it's called Eir Chachma. It's the light of specifically relating to Chachmah. And the Kli, the vessel of that Tzvira, is called the vessel of Chachmah. Like the Paradis himself writes in the gateway of Atmos Akelin, the essence of the vessels, Paragdal, chapter 4. So if so, meaning if this is true, that any entity which is created from the emanator has, contains automatically Eidus Akelin, and the Eir is already a Eir Shaykh to Chachmah, a Shaykh to a certain seer. And the Kli is also a Kli of Chachma. If that's so, Masha Nikra Eir Chachma, who Mitzius Gufa Chachma Atma, that the fact that it's called the divine energy, that specifically in the Tzir of Chachma, who Mitzius Gufa Chachma Atma, that's already the existence 
of the actual Chacham itself. And then the Kli aspect here would just be the limitation of that energy. And that would just be the basically the influx, the drawing down of that energy, of that energy of Chachma lower, meaning into more limited levels of existence. Like, for example, in the faculties of the soul, the fact that these simple, you know, spiritual faculties, they should be able to be, they should be able to affect a gashmius, a physical action of relating to Chachma, a physical action of Chesed, physical kindness, giving tzedakah, it's only through kalim, through vessels which basically limit the spiritual energies of the soul, the spiritual energy of chesed of the soul, limiting it through the kalim that this, this spiritual energy be expressed in a physical way. So according to this opinion, that the ir and the kli are all together, the ir already is the idea of chachma without the kli. It doesn't need the definition of the kli to limit it and to express it in a way of chachma. The ir itself is already created in a way of chachma. So what's the Kli's job here then? Not to define the ear. The ear is already defined. It's only to limit the ear, to basically bring it down to lower levels, to more Mugushim to difficult levels of existence, to ex- lower levels of expression. Like in the soul, in order that the spiritual powers of the soul should be expressed in the physical actions, that's through Kalim, through limitation. Like for example, the power of intellect. The only way that your spiritual power of intellect can actually think of physical haskalagashmis, an actual physical idea in the, relating to the physical world, to understand physical concepts in this world, which is seemingly totally removed from the idea of this spiritual kech of seichel. It's only through the kli of the chaymer the physical nature, the physical entity of the brain. The brain is what lowers that spiritual power of chachma and allows it to relate to more limited levels of the physical world. The kech and also the spiritual power of sight that the soul has, in order that it should be able to relate to the physical world, it should be able to see physical physical things, which are totally removed from just the spiritual power that the soul has to of sight. The spiritual power of soul of the soul of sight would not see physical things without the actual physical eyeball, which is a kli, which limits that power and allows it to come down, to descend, to be less spiritual and to relate to the physical. The kli, these kalim of the moyach or the, of the ayin are just in order that this spiritual, this spiritual power should be able to be grasped within physical, the physical realm, limiting the power to be able to relate to the physical realm. But the spiritual power itself, according to this opinion, it's already a spiritual power relating to specific definition of seichel, an intellect, or a spiritual power relating to sight. The, the kli is not defining that simple abstract power and giving it the definition relating it to a certain way of, of sight or of seichel rather the ear itself is already seichel the only thing is that without the kli you wouldn't be able to understand physical ideas without the kli of the brain but the existence of seichel this power that you have to intellectualize or to see already exists without the kli of the brain or of the eyeball. Just the power that your soul has already relates to those specific capacities, these specific abilities. So, and so too, according to this opinion of Sifri Kabbalah, 
it would also apply to the divine energy. That already the divine energy itself, it's revealed, it's already the air which relates to Chachma. But in order that this spiritual power of Chachma, spiritual energy of Chachma, should be able to, um, it should also be considered a level of Chachma which can relate to the physical world or even to the spiritual world. Even to the highest spiritual world of Atzilus. That is brought about through the limitation that the Kalin effect in the Oyer. But the Oyer itself is already relating to specific Kechis. And like the Pardis himself, the Ramak writes, Vizu writes Lamer Akli, and he says like this the quote is Vizu, and this, which is referring to the Kli, who Levush Eleha, Lahare Sa'amim Asarim Es Yoifi Nishmasa, who ate a Chachma Hapeelis Baklichlu. The quote is that, so the Kli, um, which is the garment for the Oyer, in order to show, to display to the Amim Vasarim, which is a quote from Apostle, to show basically to the world its beauty, the beauty of its soul. This is referring to the divine energy of Chachma, already in a defined way of Chachma, which is being able to be pale in the world. Basically, to be able to affect, to relate to the physical world. It should be shown to the world the beauty of this power of Chachma only through the Kli, which limits it and enables and brings it down to a quality which can relate to the physical. The Fiza had a Efter Lamar, So, according to this explanation of the Sifri Kabbalah, that the Oyer is already defined and the Kli is just limiting it, bringing it down to lower levels, it's impossible to. You wouldn't be able to fit it with what the Sefer Yitzira says, and the way we explain it, that the ten spheres, it says the Esther is blima, the ten spheres without any substance, which means that they have no substance and no specific defined existence at all. And the ten spheres in and of themselves don't have a specific definition of Chachma or Chesed. Because even the Oyer, the divine energy which includes in these fetus, is already defined a specific way and expressed in a specific fashion of Chachma or Chesed. So you would not be able to apply this Sefer Yitzira at all to what we're, according to what we're saying now. They, don't, they, they do have a Metzius, they do have a Muhus to them. They're already defined, even the Oyer of the Sefer is already defined, let alone the Keli. The Oyer, and even more, the Imkain, if so, that the Oyer is already defined, Heim be Metzius, as a Sefer so if so, the the ten spheres would be in Metzius of Esos spheres, a specific existence, defined limited existence of ten spheres specifically, ten and not nine, ten not eleven, like the Sefer Tzira says. But we know that Hashem, in His very essence, is Chav Lebuchushbun. He's one and not in a calculated one at all. Not in meaning not in a oneness which can be calculated. We're saying here ten, not nine, ten, not eleven. But it's the meaning to say that the Uyr, the divine energy which is expressed, revealed, is so totally similar to the Moir, to the source of light. So how could be how could there be such a Matsyist 
that the Uyur, which the whole definition and existence of Uyur means that it comes from a Mayur, that it comes, it's constantly being revealed from the source of light. Therefore, it's Me'ein HaMayur. It has to be totally similar in all its qualities and characteristics to the source of that light. So how could it be that the Uyur should have a definition of 10 spheres specifically? With a differentiation, each sphere being different. If the Mayur itself is totally Pashit, without any definition. So therefore, if we're saying that the Uyur is defined, that's impossible to apply this this idea that the Uyur is an expression of the Mayur, which the Mayur is Chavla B'chushman, in one without any calculation. So if the Mayur, the source of the light, is with no definition, with no Yishalkus, then how could the expression of that source come in a way of Yishalkus of Ten Sviris? Another place to explain. The Bechol Gili, Shaykh Sfira, within every revelation, it's possible, this idea of Sfira. Every revelation is expressed in a way of a Sfira. Even though that the air is totally similar to the Moir. So, how could you say that every Gili, a Gili, which is a Gili of the air from the Moir, from the source, from the simple source, how could you already say that this Gili of Oyer is being defined as a sphere, which implies definition, ischalkus, differentiation of different levels, even though the ur is me'ena moir, there has to be a simple, it has to be, the ur has to be simple, just like the sources, mikomokim me'ach, shu ur v'gili, ha'etzem, lo'i b'chinas etzem, shayich b'chinas v'zeh sphere. Being that still, we're talking about a ur, meaning a revelation of the essence, and not the essence itself. So it's possible to say about this ur, the revelation of the essence, sphere, you can apply to it a definition of a sphere. This is what explains another place, because, the air in in the end, it's not the etzim. So therefore, there is some type of definition to it. Mavurshom explains over there the hainu b'chinas sfiris ad ein ketz eser. The level of sfira which you can you can apply to this gili, even though the gili is me'ena moir, which is simple, is sfiris ad ketz, meaning there are a unlimited amount of sfiris, and not it's specifically ten. So that is a different level of Sviris, a, high, a lot more higher spiritual, abstract level of Sviris. There is some type of definition, some type of differentiation, but it's Ein Ketz. It's totally unlimited, just like the Mo'er, the source, is totally unlimited. But Yudua, the Sviris, B'vchinas Ein Ketz, who mitzad the Dafke, and the whole concept of this level of Sviris without any end to them, unlimited amount of Sviris, that comes about because of the Pshitis, because of the abstract, simple, stripped source which has no definition. Therefore, it expresses itself in an Ein Ketz without any end. Like the statement of the Zayar, like this light that extends to every side and every, and every angle. And when you look at this light, you will only see one light, even though it extends to many different places. Which comes with as explained in another place. So this is the basically the meaning of the Edrezuta. This is one Uyr, meaning the Mu'ar, the source of the light, being expressed in many different ways. Especially the whole star of Aver. When you look at it, you only see one being expressed in many different ways. So there is some type of Mitsias here of Sphiris, but in a simplistic, abstract way. But how can we say, after all this, how can we say within the Uyr, the idea of ten Sviris, which according to the part of this is seemingly what he's saying. How can you apply the idea within Uyr, which is totally similar in its, all its qualities and characteristics to the Mur, simple, 
and you apply to it specifically ten svidis. The most you can apply to ayur is as a svidis, uh, sorry, is a svidis ain kets without any end. So we must say regarding the idea of the two levels of uh, the two levels within the Aedis of Kalim, divine energy and the vessels within the ten Sphiris, not like it's understood in the Sifir of Mekobolim and the works of the Mekobolim, the works of Kabbalah. We must say different. Mekobolim understand it. Every Metzius, every Metzius was created from the Emanator has already defined air and the Kaili just limits it, brings it down to lower levels. You can't say this. You must say, regarding the idea of the two levels of the Eiris HaKalim at the end of the ten Sphiris, not like the Bukhulam, El Apirish HaEir, so the meaning of air must mean, who, B'chadas Gili Eir HaMaitzel LaHaitzel Es Metzias HaNetzel The Gufay Shal Metzias HaNetzel So air is the revelation of the energy of the Emanator of the infinite essence of Hashem being revealed, the revelation of Hashem's energy. In order to emanate and to bring about the existence of the emanation of the sphere. But the actual existence, the being, the body, so to say, the garment of the um, existence of this emanation is called the Kli of the Ayur, is the vessel the garment for that simple divine energy. The oyer is just the gili oyer hamaitzel, just the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem. To, in order to be to bring about the metzias of the netzel, but the gufeishal metzias of netzel, the actual existence of the of the of the emanation, the existence of this being in the world of etzilus, is the kli. What gives it its real existence is the kli. The the in and of itself is just an expression of the simple abstract infinite emanator. The gufoy, what it, what gives it existence, definition, limited definition, is the only the kli. So it seems that even according to this way of explaining it, it's possible to say that the emanation of the vessels of the ten spheres of Atsilis is from the Rishimu, which is basically the power of Hashem to limit himself. But through al through the air. So see, there's a little bit of the air relating to the creation of the kalim here. So, for example, the sphere of chachm, which is emanated from the the emanator, the the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite source, the infinite essence of Hashem. So the revelation of the divine energy and the shefa and the influx of energy. To emanate this existence of Chachma, the role of Atzilus is called the Oyer of Chachma, the simple abstract energy of Chachma. Not that this Oyer itself has a relationship, as a connection to the specific definition of Chachma. It's just the simple abstract divine energy which encloses within the Kli of Chachma and expressed with that Kli. So, and when the existence of Chachma is already emanated and brought into being, then the existence of Chachma is called the Kli, the vessel, the channel for the simple energy of the infinite emanator, which emanated Chachma. Ha'pirish b'kli ha'chachma, sh'ha'chachma k'far yeshtam v'metzies v'akli 
So if so, now according to this explanation, it's not, the explanation is not that the Kli of Chachma, that meaning that the, the Chachma already, the Chachma already has an existence. Mitzad the Oyer, and the Kli is just limiting it, like we said, according to the Sifri Mikamolim, the Kli is just limiting it, bringing it down to a lower level of existence. El Gufa Shal Chachma Nikras Kli. Rather, the actual existence of the Chachma, the defined existence of Chachma, is only brought about by the Kli, the vessel, which is giving the real existence, the definition of Chachma. And the Kli of Chachma itself is the limitation of the simple, abstract, divine energy, which is, which was imparted and drawn down from the simple emanator. So the Kli of Chachma is what's limiting, what's defining the simple expression of divine energy, which derives from the simple emanator. The Eid itself, the divine energy itself, has no specific substance, existence, definition, limitation to it. It is not, you cannot define this Eid as a specific definition of wisdom, of kindness, of Chachma, of Chesed, just like the Atmos Maitzel, the source of this Oyer, the simple, um, the essence of the emanator of the role of Atsilas, is totally Mushulogamini. It's totally negated and removed and abstract from being able to be described within him these specific existences, the limited existences of Chachm of Chesed, El Lav, Mikol, Idim, Idis, Iyuklav. Rather, like the Tukunay Zera says, that he is not defined by any of these attributes at all. He's totally above that. He's mushlo, he's mufshot from all that. Because Hashem, the emanator, the source of the world of Tzidus, in its very essence, is totally the utmost, the utmost unity and simplicity and abstract essence. And totally above the definition, limited definition of Chachma, as it's known. So therefore, since the source of the light is totally simple without a definition, and Oyer's whole existence is because the Moir is constantly emanating it, shining it, so the Oyer, that's why the Oyer's Ma'ayin and Moir has the same quality. So so too, the light and the ray, which Hashem in His essence is shining, so to say, this diminished energy from His very essence, so this divine energy which extends out, so to say, from his essence is also totally simple and stripped from any definition with the utmost simplicity, the abstract being and totally unified, has unity. There's no there's no differentiation of different levels here in this or yet. And it's totally lofty and above being able to describe and be able to say about this ayur, a specific definition of it's totally abstract and simple and stripped of any definition just like the essence where it stems from rather the emanator is just the emanator emanates and creates this, the Kli of Chachma, the existence of Chachma and of Chesed. And this simple divine energy enclosed within these already defined limited entities and to enliven them and to give them, to channel through them. 
And when the simple divine energy enclosed within the Kli, within this specific channel, then the, even the Oyur starts to look like, so to say, the same color, the same Tzir as the Kli. This is like the famous Moshal of the Pardis in the analogy of the water when it's put in different colored cups or the light of the sun, how it shines through the different uh, the stained glass windows in different colored glass. Then the light looks like it's already taking on the color of the glass, even though in its essence still the light or the water is still totally pure from these colors. But how it shines through these channels, then the even the simple ear starts to take on a, short, a certain seer. It becomes mitztair, it becomes limited, and it, its expression is defined in a specific way of chachma or of chesed. And it's not any more simple anymore. The kli defines it. Not that the kli just limits and brings down the expression already of the ear, which is already defined as chachma chesed, just brings it down to lower realms of existence. No, the ear is pasha, just like the mayr, the source of the light, because its whole existence comes from that source. But the Kli is what gives the simple, stripped, simple, abstract Uyr definition. And even after that enclosement, then the Uyr itself takes on a certain seer. Stop there, about six lines on the top of Reish Hay.